0: That's like
2: school. School. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. No, I, I really, the peg is a dump. Reno is a dump. Yep, it's like
3: mess. Vampires walking around in Reno, like everyone's dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's so because you drive through Lake Tahoe, it's just beautiful, beautiful. And then Reno, oh, what the fuck? Where did this come from,
3: <laughs> dude? I landed in Reno, and I felt like I was landing on the goddamn moon. Like it was like <laughs> Park. And shitty, and there was this big silver like orb thing, like it looks yeah. like a space station. And
2: mm-hmm. then
3: you get there, and everyone is like, "It's like a zombie." It's a movie. I Actually, I got kicked out of Hera's uh, the casino in Reno. Um,
0: that's
3: that, is this that, that's actually this a pretty good story too.
2: That'll taint your your viewpoint of a city too. Getting kicked out, you know, not not letting well, you good. have fun.
3: Yeah, of a mm-hmm. of a casino in reno like how do you at what what part of the barrel at the bottom of the barrel <laughs> are you in when, I, it's all mormons did you know that like the um the blackjack dealers yeah huh. and so i i kept b- busting i had a, a bit of a streak there and I, i'm like fuck and <laughs>
2: oh no they're like
3: you sir you can't swear And i'm like you, I can. I just lost a bunch of money. <laughs> deal the cards. Your job is to deal the cards. My job is to, you know, sort of deal with the consequences. We both deal. And she's like, "Well, so you can't swear anymore." And I'm like, "Okay, fine." And a couple times later, she busted again. And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And she's like, "Get out." Of here.
2: Sir, you have to leave.
3: Yeah, I'm like, fine. You're stupid.
2: Huh. Well, I remember my wife. I was there with my wife, and we asked like the hotel gal, if there was any you know fun bars to go to. And it's like we asked her the most incredibly goofy <laughs> question. She just stared at us like... Like,
1: where are the, where are I, the best brapples?
3: Yeah, like everyone know, is dead. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, everyone yeah, everyone is dead
3: here.
2: <laughs> she had no idea. No, there's nothing. There's no good anything there. So
3: it is actually, uh, and it's funny because it's like you can play a game, like, let's Follow the Cesarian scar.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Hey
0: Not
2: Reno! Game. <laughs> Reno,
3: God, what a fucking place! Gary, Indiana, Reno, um, Bakersfield's probably up there too. I think you're right.
2: Bakersfield's a shithole. Gary, I only drove through. I guess I didn't get get to. Do <laughs> you know South Bend? You ever South Bend? Nope, never been there. No.
3: It's like, uh, I puked in the Burger King bathroom on Notre Dame campus one time, but in like outside of that is like the worst place ever. Like it's huh. ghetto.
2: Why? I can't, I picture it as being like, you know, rural cornfields. It's not, it's, no I it's scary. I can't picture that.
3: Huh. It's like tin roof Gary. It's, it's just pores.
2: Weird. Yeah. I, I think of it, I guess I've seen Rudy. That's my only pictures in my head of. South Bend, Indiana. It's yeah, just
1: you just a, sort of shattered my worldview. It's my favorite. Golden movie. Dome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's. I, I, I thought
3: the thing. I, I thought it was going to be super nice. Like, I went there uh, a couple times, seen a couple of Notre Dame games there, and it's <clears throat> hideous. Like, it is disgusting. There was this homeless oh. guy. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a weird weekend. I think his name was like Chicken or something. I don't know what they call him. That's probably what his name was.
2: That's what they call them. Well, and also, just it goes without saying, is all of western North Dakota. I mean, I don't even I don't even rank the, those cities out there. They don't even, they're in a whole separate right now, category. Apparently. Yeah, Dickinson yeah. and all of those. Yeah, they're too and, shitty
1: to be in the list. They're not distinct enough. They're just general, no, quiet shitty.
2: They're just not big enough. I mean, there's small towns that are just small towns, but then there's just shitty small towns, and they have their, they've got their share out there. There's no, it nice, There's no nice oh, okay. part of Western North Dakota. It's not like, well, yeah, but you saw the bad part of Western No, I saw the whole <laughs> damn thing and uh it was just all bad. You know
3: what's another shitty place since we're down the shitty place, Tobert? You guys ever heard of Saint Martin? Smartin'?
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't is heard that that. A, no.
3: Well it's the Stearns County. It's like a Dixie of oh. Stearns County. And okay. it's like it's pronounced Saint it's Saint Martin, but people call it Smartin. Because they can't read. And they all have these bird jackets because they play for the amateur baseball team at the Martins, which is so literal, right? And they just have these big, stupid blue bird jackets and they're all just a bunch of troglodyte idiots can't read. It's from right <laughs> Next to Farming. If you're familiar with uh, that town, Farming, uh, they do a lot of farming.
4: Sure.
3: Also very literal.
4: On the nose, yep.
3: So are we going to podcast this shit or what?
4: Actually, I don't, we started Mark? podcasting about five minutes ago. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know.
3: I don't know how it's supposed to feel. This is my first time. Just to always you know when I when I when I honey, it's gonna happen here, Sean.
2: <laughs> you just keep at it, hon. You'll get there.
3: <laughs> just give me a couple minutes. Yeah, give me a couple minutes. Uh, Happens just, to a lot of guys. I'm gonna go downstairs and get some fresh, I'll be fucking right back. <laughs>
4: All right, welcome to the sportive. This is episode fifty-eight, which literally did start five and a half minutes ago. So, I actually enjoyed that start an awful lot. The voice that you may not recognize is our guest tonight, John Sharkman. So, welcome, John. Hey,
3: thank you very much. Should I stop eating popcorn?
4: No, I'd say keep going for the popcorn. This is not what we call a good podcast.
3: I'm almost done. This is. I'm actually driving faster
4: too. We, we did not get kicked off of iTunes today. Let's put it that way. We are more yeah. of a huh? nobody cares about feel, us kind should,
2: of we, should we be offended a little bit that we like, didn't? Because we talked to twins. We talk about them.
4: Yeah, but, but it, as, as, it turns offended, out, maybe? as it turns out, our one thing that we did right was not using the words Minnesota Twins in our yeah. description. That, that apparently would have gotten us kicked out. Yeah, yeah it sounded like it they
1: wouldn't listen to a bunch of them. It was just the marks and logos and all that sort of stuff.
2: So that we don't market ourselves very well. Finally, finally paid off a little bit. That's good. Yep. Our inadequacies finally paid off. Our poor Although marketing company... What was just
3: happened? Did you, so. What just happened? Did you just get a new guy? What was that sound?
1: Oh, yeah, is that has been happening the entire time. That's Stu coming in and out and whatever, so...
3: Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Stu comes in and out. <laughs> God, it feels
0: good. It feels right.
3: Oh, my God. We like a notification ding,
1: just in case you didn't know when he was coming (laughs) in.
3: Notification ding. I like that. Yep.
4: So, The first thing that I think I want to talk to John Sharkman about is because he, quote-unquote, played the game, we have nobody who's in better position to tell us about the NFL draft starting tomorrow night.
3: Oh, yeah, we should talk about that.
4: Specifically, I think the first question I want to ask is, as someone who played the game and played quarterback...
3: <laughs> Unlike Rand, Rand did not play the game.
4: Rand did not Rand play, play mean, the game, but John let you know, played tell the game. You,
3: of all the people who haven't played the game, Rand has not played the game the most. Yeah, that's true.
4: <laughs> well, he's been
2: under center, but he's never <laughs> played quarterback.
3: <laughs> yeah. He certainly has. That is an excellent way of putting it. So I'm sorry, I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt. I just figured it was a gratuitous rant shot. So no, that I just,
4: we're yep. we're always interested in a good gratuitous rant shot. I think that's an important part of this podcast, and always has been. Uh, yeah. My question we, for we, you, John, it. is who who is the top of your quarterback draft board? Let's focus specifically on the quarterbacks right now.
3: Uh, the top of my quarterback draft board is a, a guy by the name of John Manziel, I see. I think uh, I think Manziel is the guy that I would take because number one, I think he's fucking rad, um, <laughs> but number two, he's one of those talents that, however you want to break it apart, and at this point, it's been sliced four thousand different times, and we keep thinking they have the one nugget of information that's going to be the determinant of everything, uh, but he's a, he's a fucking winner. Like he goes out and he, if you remember the one the one game, the Duke game, they were down at halftime. When he basically said, we're, we're not going to fucking lose to Duke, right? And he put him on his back. And that's, I, I think that sort of transcendent talent is the type of guy you need. You don't want a safe quarterback pick. Like that's, the safe quarterback pick is a guy who's going to be mediocre in the NFL and you're going to be looking for somebody else in four years. So I think uh, Manziel has, a, I think he, what he's going to be is, I think he's going to be electrifying for about five years. And then I think he's probably going to either get killed or be forced to change his game a lot like Mike Vick had to do um you know throughout his career he's not one of those 12 year veteran type of guys if you wanted a safer pick i think uh um i don't i don't know i, I don't like i don't like uh, Bridgewater at all i think Bortles is just okay i actually prefer uh Mettenberger or uh Jimmy Garoppolo over those two clowns
4: Okay, let's back up to Bridgewater for a second here. You're not a big fan of Bridgewater. I'd like to hear why. So, a couple
3: things. Number one, um, the number one throw that you make in the NFL to be successful is uh, the 17-yard comeback out, the 19-17. to 17. And if you look at uh, the biggest stat, I think, uh, when you break down NFL wins and losses isn't turnovers because a lot of times that's super random, it's third-down efficiency. And if you can convert third downs – you keep the football, you keep your defense off the field, and ultimately that's the biggest predictor of success. I've, I've found it all the time. A third down efficiency is key. And if you can't make the, that throw that you need on the third and seven, the third and ten, um, I don't think he can. So I, I think, that he didn't have the the sort of um, get on my back type of thing that Johnny Manziel So Everything I like about Manziel, um, the sort of uh, the moxie in that locker room sort of and I'm just going to fucking take over, He, I just don't see it with Bridgewater. And, and now it's to the point where it's obnoxious, though where people are saying you should follow the second round. That's stupid. But uh, I don't think he's – he was the number one consensus pick at one point. And I, I just don't think that – I just don't think he's that guy because he doesn't make that throw. Now, what that would you fair? say to the argument? That was actually a legitimate answer. That was a legitimate, it's legitimate answer. legitimate
2: but unfair. And I, but it, It's both. Would
3: you, yeah, that, that could be. Would you? It's a hot sports take.
4: What would you say to the to someone like me who would say, "But he made that throw in college, didn't he?"
3: No, well, okay, I wouldn't say that he did that throw in college against college cornerbacks. The difference between and I actually said this last week on on, on Sunday on ESPN. I'm sure you guys stopped everything you were doing to listen to it, but the difference uh, between cornerbacks in college and the cornerbacks in the NFL is probably the, the biggest difference at any position in terms of speed and closing. You can get away with it. If you're playing, you know, whatever, South Carolina or coast Carolina or some sort of directional Carolina. You sure shit sure, can't get away with it when you're throwing against Darrell Revis. Like that's, that's the difference is he can make the throw in college. He cannot make that same throw in the pros because that thing gets picked off. So, is that, I mean, I, I think that that's the difference. It's hard to evaluate because you don't have the talent level uh, in the NFL that you're throwing against in college, so it might look he, he can make it. The difference is the close of uh, the corners in the NFL.
1: So are you saying this is an arm strength issue? Because isn't Manziel kind of knocked for that as well as he doesn't have the... Our, Manziel
3: has a much bigger arm. Manziel has a much bigger arm.
0: All right. He's a
3: gunster. And bigger balls, too. Again, anybody who wears a Tim Tebow jersey to a Texas frat party is rad. I want that on record.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would be interesting. It's just the same things that you're saying that Bridgewater, you know, it's against college competition. I mean, that's the same thing with Manziel, right?
3: Yeah, the difference is Menzel dominated. You never saw a game where he watched Bridgewater and said, oh, my God, this guy just did something I, I, I can't believe.
1: Wasn't there, and, like, and almost I three think- years of that? I feel like he was absolutely dominating. I don't Bridgewater- think he was
2: dominating so- at all last year before the college season started I'm a Teddy Bridgewater guy let's let's start there so I'm going to try to defend Ted Bridgewater and you just you Ted can tear Taylor. holes. I like it's calling Ted. him Ted he and I yeah I mean we talk but I don't want to bring Ooh, that uh, up right now cuz I don't want to taint my, my bias
4: it. We're biased yeah
2: no I don't want to bias him so he before the college season Ted Bridgewater was the consensus number 1 NFL draft Everybody. I mean, we can agree on that, right? Everybody. It was blow for Bridgewater. Everybody was saying Ted Bridgewater is going to be the number one draft pick in 2014 in the NFL. This is before the college season started. Yep. Then he he went out, and it's not like he had a mediocre year. You're saying he, you know, that he didn't do much. He had like 32 touchdowns and four interceptions with a like over 70% completion rate yeah it was everything it. was
3: great. I agree with that for sure
2: and an uh, offense that is the most pro style offense that anybody of these big quarterbacks that we're talking about. he runs the the uh, the okay. most pro style offense <laughs> he has the best numbers of any of these guys it's not you're saying he's doesn't have the frame he's what six two two twenty he's i think miss- like he's tiny he's he's bigger than manzel um yeah, I not manzel
3: though. He's not strong as Manziel. Manziel's an ox. He's
2: not strong. Man- Manziel me, is stronger. That's right. But if they have a bench let- pressing contest, if that now, you know, you can't bench press 25 times, that's an interception, then I'll, I'll hear you. But <laughs> uh, it's, it's Your, not.
1: Your uh, game outfit wasn't good enough. Interception. I'm
3: going li- to list, I'm gonna list some, uh, some different things, okay? And then you tell me what you think. Ohio. Eastern Kentucky. Kentucky. Florida International University. Temple. Rutgers, Central Florida, South Florida, Connecticut, Houston, Memphis, Cincinnati. Now, that isn't exactly the SEC. So, I think it's all relative. You can put up great numbers. Hell, I can throw five touchdowns right now against Carlton. Right now. Like, if you were to (laughs) go to a park against Carlton or Hamilton, or any of these other McAllister, right now, thirty-six years old, I could throw five touchdowns probably in the first half, and I don't uh, even think that's obnoxious. Moment. I don't think that's <laughs> obnoxious. But if you look at where who Teddy Bridgewater played against, yes, they beat FIU seventy-two. Rock, congratulations. <laughs> he not, has
2: played. It's not like he has. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm on my. I can't look up. You know, I, he has played teams like Florida and done well. You, played, you play who you play and who you play. Yeah, that's but that's not Green, the thing.
3: It's all relative. Quote, <laughs> it's, it's great. You should dominate against those teams. Well,
2: no, not you Florida don't have International. He has played against SEC teams and done well, Ted Bridgewater.
3: Well, I'm just saying I just broke down the schedule from last year. And as you can tell, there wasn't exactly the, uh, the elite teams in college football. And that's where it's different. You can make that throw against something called Eastern Kentucky and Temple uh, not, not the, uh, the owls of Mr. Cheney, but the football you can make that throw. You can't make that throw against LSU. And what Manziel did in the SEC is significantly different, and you can't look at it the same way.
2: Well, when Manziel played a team like LSU, didn't he do shitty against a team that did have uh, go- a good defense? Didn't he do pretty shitty? He He's did against his-
1: LSU, but he also um, uh, tore up Alabama.
2: That's true. I, the The knock so against Bridgewater true. is is a legitimate knock that he he has not played the and not schedule that Manzel has.
3: It's not his fault. I just think that that's it's really hard to when it's not apples to apples, it's apples to baby Wolverines. Chuck Klosterman reference. Uh, it's really hard to say. I just I just don't think he has, and it's an opinion, right? Like I, I think if we get off um, Manziel and uh, and Bridgewater and just talk about Bortles. Like everybody loves Bortles right now. He's okay. They want to compare him to Roethlisberger, the big white guy, but really he stares at his receivers, and he has the same thing, where he play, anybody who was any good he played, he sucked against. Um, so There's guys like Mentenberger who I like better, and Garoppolo, who I like even better than that. Who? who? I think Jimmy Garoppolo. He's from the uh, same
2: uh, school as Truth about cats and dogs? <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's a sidekick in reality bites. I would actually like it, is, it if we
4: it. took Jimmy Garapolo because we could just call him Janine Garoppolo and be done with it.
3: I think we would. I think we'd have to. It'd be the, in the 90s again. But, then,
4: but he well, played, this is he's going go in the second round.
2: Yeah,
3: he's yeah, like, no, no, totally. He, he's going to go in the second round or third round, whereas he was never mentioned as a number one. So I don't know. It's a tough crapshoot. The difference is there's no elite no-brainer quarterback this year. So I think Manziel because he has the best upside. That said, I'd be happy if they don't take a frickin' quarterback and if some defender is there that they can take. Khalil Mack's not going to be there. Clowney's obviously not going to be there. Um, you know, some of the guys they want. I think today Justin Gilbert was mentioned. That's not that's not going to happen. Uh, I would rather them take a defender in the first round. But shit, if Manziel is there, they have to take him.
1: So if you don't, if we can't get Menzel, you would be more happy with one of these defenders over, old, yes. old Ted Bridgie or uh, Bork Bladels.
3: Yeah, I would. I mean, That's, I think that yeah, is a legitimate yeah.
1: hot sports take right there. That is it's a hot, really
3: hot. It's it it because it de- it delays your uh, it it actually continues to ruin Adrian Peterson's career because it delays him one more year. We years. have
1: to watch it. And, I mean, and our, our lives, lives will be ruined for an entire. It year. pushes
3: a quarterback one ba- a year back. But um, I don't know. It's it's just really tough to say with who's there. I just I don't love any guys. I like Manziel because I think he's sweet and he's electrifying. But I also think he's going to get killed in the next five years.
1: I also I don't even know. You know, one thing about that is they're protecting quarterbacks so much nowadays. Where it, if you have any sense at all, you should be able to keep yourself safe. Whether he's a new another RG three and just can't handle that, we'll we'll see. But um, the thing that you said about Bridgewater is that shit doesn't doesn't work in the pros is the exact thing I would say about uh, Manziel. He was so fun to watch, but um, his decision-making, um, that's what kind of scares me a little bit is he may be one of those guys um, that just continues throwing into double double coverage, triple coverage, et cetera, and does not learn that that's not going to work. And I can see him throwing for 30 fucking interceptions this rookie year, you know?
3: Yeah, you know, actually, Brandon, that, that's a really solid take. I actually can see that. That's it, the difference between the ability to make a throw versus the decision to make a stupid fucking throw. Like those are two very different things. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's going to do that once or twice and he's going to get his face punched in. And I think that, so, I mean, it's easier to, to manage to stop doing something stupid than if you're not able to do something else. But it is a really legitimate point that you can't just run back four times and whip it as far as you can in the NFL. That's not that's not a strategy. Not
2: only can you not do that, what what you see him do a lot in the pocket is he'll step forward, not make the pass, and then like do a spinorama. Which yeah, he can yeah. get away with down there. If he does that against Detroit the Dominican Sioux will grab him by the fucking neck and throw <laughs> <Hale's> <laughs> him into the second deck. He, will ne- yeah. he, he won't just tackle him. He'll fuck with him like a cat with a mouse. I mean, yeah. he, will just, yeah. he won't tackle him right away. He will He'll, grab, him. he'll hammer toss him <laughs> out of the fucking no, stadium.
0: Now, no, no, that is a penalty, though, right?
2: Well, he may get a penalty. He'd be like 15 yards. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I mean, that's 15. That's like you know, process versus results. There, Clarence. Right. It is right? It is a penalty. That is. That. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love the voice if of reason. Like, oh. That's what we're oh, banking
2: okay. on. That's what we're banking on. Process versus results.
0: Everybody, okay? We got to remember that. <laughs> the law.
2: Against the oh, fucking Lord law. Almighty. No, I, just to close the book on this Bridgewater thing. If he was the consensus number one before the season, he had already, his competition was his competition. What changed? Everybody knew that before the
4: season started.
2: Then he went out think, and had a wonderful season, and his he stock get shorter. Gone.
4: I want to follow up on that because I have a similar question because he was the consensus number one before the season started. Everybody knew that. But at the end of the season, he was also the consensus number one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. That's right true. Up until That's he point. had a pro yeah. day, and he had this pro day, which by all accounts didn't go that well. But this is an event at which he is throwing to with no defenders there to guys who are wearing shorts. Why are we treating that like the ultimate indictment of who he is as a quarterback rather than the multiple years of college football that he's played? It just doesn't make any sense to me. John, because I know what the NFL, the NFL that...
3: coaches are asking him the, to do exactly what I was talking about. They're asking him to make those throws. That in the NFL you have to make that in college you just don't, and so it, it's the difference between they made him go through a modified pro style practice. And you get that? No, and I think it's crazy to hold the whole fact that he was consensus number one before and after the season, and somehow you know in the meantime all this should happen. But it's like uh, it's like birds, man. Like some guys like blonde, some guys like. You know, redheaded headed whatever. Like, damn, as a corner, you have to like what a guy does. And if a bunch of guys don't like that style of play, it doesn't matter if everybody thinks he's the best. If they don't want him, they don't want him.
2: Well, doesn't he run uh, – didn't Louisville run a pro-style offense? Didn't he have to make pro-style throws to be successful? in was successful. Throws.
3: Yeah, you know what? He's successful against fucking Eastern Kentucky.
2: <laughs> what, God, so what I Eastern see Kentucky. from him yeah, – There's two different types of successful quarterbacks in the NFL. There's guys like Russell Wilson that can make some throws and also be extremely athletic. RG3 is the same way. Then there's the guy, and and they may have long careers. They're more than likely, like you said, to have five, six-year careers and then break both kneecaps in half and and be done. Then there's guys like, like Brady that can stand in the pocket, move up in the pocket, read through their progressions, and make the throw. And that's the kind of quarterback that Ted Bridgewater, highly He's accurate. He's not big
3: enough. He's not big enough to be. He's know, 6'2". Rating.
2: That's not He's big, 6'2". Are, maybe no, that's not maybe big enough. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm completely.
3: No, I would oh, I, really listen when you wow. you got guys that are six seven in front of you. That's not big enough. I, it's to stay to be a, a classic prototypical pocket passer. If you're not at least six four, six five, you're going to have to move. Which is why he, Russell Wilson it throws everything outside of the pocket because so he, he has. See.
2: Sure, but now P- Bridgewater's athletic enough to also do that, isn't he? It's not like he's just some big olf. No, f- he's athletic.
3: <laughs> no, that's true. He, he's an athletic guy. It just, I don't know. He, he, I don't. Know, I'm not certain certain if it translates. There's been a lot of great college players that haven't had their skills translate. You see them in basketball all the time, right? Like where mm-hmm. some skills just don't translate to a different level of athleticism, and I don't well, know. I'm, that's
2: that's my, that's, that's my comeback against your. And I do hear what you're saying about men's. I'm not trying to rip it apart, but my comeback against your argument saying, you know, he's just a winner. He leads them. I get that. But you know, who was the most successful quarterback at a high level in the last 10 years would be Tim Tebow. He was the same kind of guy and was an absolute disaster in the pros. (laughs) That
3: that exactly makes my point though. Like his skills didn't translate to the pro game. He can make that throw in college uh, or with jump pass or whatever the fuck it was, but in the NFL, he can't make it. And that's actually, that actually proves the point now. Um, but he was
2: nothing you know, like Ted know. Bridgewater. Nothing. He was inactive. No, they're not similar running players. Quarterback.
3: But, but they're not similar players at all. They're completely dissimilar. But the point is, is that sometimes skills just don't transfer to the NFL. Now it's not to the level of Jim Kebo, of course, because he sucked. But um in the pros anyway. But yeah, I, don't I think know.
1: when you have to wind up for nine seconds before you can throw the ball, that typically
2: <laughs> That's a problem. Sure it is. Yep. But Bridgewater to me,
1: the thing that I've been impressed with him about is he's got a he seems to have a strong arm, at least as far as what I thought, but he's super accurate and a really good decision maker. Those That's are what, skills that I would yeah. think would for sure translate. Maybe he doesn't have the ceiling, but he's so
2: still be a Matt
1: whole Castle. Whole lot
2: well, Everybody. It'd be refreshing around here. No, he's on no, he athletic. upside. Is, his upside is. That's
1: a terrible oh, upside. Wow. Russell Wilson. That's his upside.
2: Good decision maker. Uh, Joe Montana. Fuck it. I'm just going. I'm going as high as <laughs> Joe, Joe Montana. That's his high, uh-huh. That's his upside. What the uh, the I other hear? thing
3: uh, I want to talk about the draft is they. Uh, it's, it's all these clowns say. Well, there's going to be one quarterback on the first round. That's some bullshit right there. There's going to be a bunch that go. like oh, I, yeah, it, There's sure. no – all these guys slide. That's just never going to happen.
1: No, people so, are – how many teams are desperate for a quarterback? Almost half of them, I would say, right? I mean, there's lots of teams. In, that- in the
3: top ten, it's Cleveland, it's Oakland, it's Tampa, it's the Vikings, it's – I mean, Jacksonville, it's Houston. Like, there's almost everybody. I do think there's going to be a lot of movement in the top ten. Um, with the problem is nobody wants to pay to move up for clowning, but uh, there could be a lot of movement like four through seven or so, because people are going to want to jump ahead of Cleveland to find out whatever the hell they're going to do. The Rams are the key Mm -hmm. to the whole draft at the number two pick, because uh, if somebody wants somebody, they're going to have to jump over Jacksonville and Cleveland.
1: So you, so your number one choice is Menzel. Your number two is pick the top defensive guy and then, Find a quarterback in rounds in the later rounds, or do you two, seriously go to it? Round two, okay, so round okay. yeah. So you don't um, come I, away from the draft without a
3: QB.
0: No, you have to. You have to a quarterback. No, know. our guy uh, Tommy Pelicero is very down on Mettenberg. Do you share his um, being at down on Mettenbergness
3: Uh, it depends on he comes back from his knee. I don't think it's that bad. I actually, um, I like Mettenberg. He's getting knocked for. Uh, getting in trouble. But some of the stuff he got in trouble for was stupid anyway. Like it wasn't like bad.
0: And we should clarify that you played the game and Tommy Palacero did not play the game.
1: We're no, not. not done giving Pellicero shit about his Christian ponder, so the pizza <laughs> man.
0: he's still on our shit list. I'll never you guys give remember
3: no, that up like, right, never give that up. Racy oh, no. uh, asked me a long time ago, but when they drafted Ponder right away, and I'm like, "Nope, he's gonna be shit." and Everybody else thought he was gonna be so fucking good. <clears throat> I
4: not know. Who <clears throat> <it was>. Nobody <laughs> thought he was gonna be good. <clears throat> okay, you guys are
1: you guys are both trying to claim you are the only person who saw it's coming, and now your worlds are colliding because you. That both was in Clarence esque
4: right there.
2: <laughs> and Trent Dilfer, us three. How's he's that?
4: Trent
2: Dilfer. All said, Ponder were gonna be shit, and nobody listened. We we're screaming was, it from the mountains. Nobody listened. Nope. Nobody screaming listened. it from the mountain tops. No, just of, deaf ears of <laughs> of Cannon Falls. Okay, yep, up on the bluff top, <laughs> overlooking Billsby, <laughs> and fucking just screaming it out. Nobody listened.
3: You could up smell on. the multi plant wafting over as you're yelling from the what? hill,
2: Northfield. Damn God, it.
3: look at
0: Jesus.
1: I want to ask about um, our guy. Big <laughs> Uh, Bork Bladels as well because there is there seems to be what? a decent chance that uh, Bork Bladels will end up as a Viking so who
3: the fuck uh, is Bork Bladles, <laughs>
1: Bork Bladles <laughs> like the, uh, quarterback yeah we call him Bork here um, Yeah, John do you have uh, what's your what's your reasoning for not liking that guy because he could very well I be a Viking in 24 hours he could
3: be and he's just going to take a lot of work he stares down his receivers he um, his throwing
4: he's throwing motion screwed no, I think he's
3: got a he's got a decent he's got a decent arm. He has an NFL arm. He just he stares everybody down, and plus he didn't really play anybody either. When he did play people, he sucked against them. So
4: he's Tim Tebow. I don't know. That's what I'm saying right he's, now. He's Tim Tebow.
3: I'm trying to think of who I can compare him to.
4: He's
3: he's a he's Ryan Mallet or he's one of those guys where he's just oh
4: mm-hmm.
3: I don't know maybe it's yeah. a project. It's tough. I don't know. The
2: the, um,
1: arm strength thing is the thing that always throws me off because you look at guys like Gabbert, Jamarcus Russell, etc. Yeah, I was just going to say he's Jamarcus Russell. Huge arms, right? That's kind of like their main thing. And you think, well, fuck it. I don't. I don't really give a shit about having a big arm if that's what we're talking about. But then on the flip side, it's Christian Ponder, Chad Pennington, these other guys who seem to be accurate and they have no arm. You know, it's like it's 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 a thing, but it's not the thing. So. It's
3: tough. <laughs> he, Pennington was a wet bag, like a wet grocery bag. That's like The ball would just sort of fly like a wet grocery bag.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <sighs> We had to watch that from Ponder for three goddamn seasons.
3: Uh, yeah, he was bad. And they he still got
4: him around. now Spillin won't point. treat him because we'd only have one quarterback left. Go, fine. <laughs> only dressed two anyways.
1: Okay, so now that we know what you want to have happen, do you want to make a prediction on who the Vikings will have in 24 hours, Mr. Sharkman?
3: Yeah, I think they'll have Bortles.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I think they'll
3: I have think Bortles. That's... I really hope they pick a fucking defender,
0: though. I really I really hope they pick a defender. God, that is so, a scalding
1: hot take. The, ideal... the microphone's on fire just listening, just the sound coming through it. Okay. The Let's go around the circle what? here.
4: Let's go around the circle, Brandon. Who do you think the Vikings? Oh will yeah. Be? Let's
1: go around the circle. Um, <laughs> I think that they will probably end up with Bork uh, as well. Yeah.
4: All right, another vote for Bork Stew.
0: Um, I think they'll get the who's the kid out of USC?
4: Mark Sanchez.
0: <laughs> yeah, <they're>, Mark. <come laughs> <on. laughs> the cornerback out of USC. That's who they get. Wow! Is it wow. Darkoiz
2: Denard? Denard, sure. Yeah.
0: Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's how I think they'll get. Darkoiz, I, I would be, I'd be thrilled with another cornerback back there.
2: That would be good. A big defensive back. Yep, he's a big yep. in-your-face at the line. you're exactly. punching the mouth. Yeah, exactly. Our cornerback.
1: Um, like how right. valuable are cornerbacks? Like le- legitimately, I thought it was really like pass rush is the main thing, and you can and you can get by with some. Although I guess Seattle just sort of proved that wrong, right?
3: Well, no, Seattle. So that's actually an interesting question. So Seattle, remember about, I don't know, six or seven years ago when New England decided to run two tight end sets and basically put two giant wide receivers as their tight ends and sort of changed the way tight ends were used in the NFL? I think what Seattle is doing with their two safeties, getting those two big monster, they're essentially linebackers, uh, but having those two big safeties come up to the line of scrimmage, uh, their corners don't have to be as good then because you have the linebacker or the safeties to come up and make plays and linebackers are more free to move around. I think the new and vogue thing is going to have going to be safeties, I think. And whereas normally safety, that position has been sort of an afterthought, like who gives a shit. But um, I mean, you saw the impact that Harrison Smith had last year. I mean, he was, he was fantastic when he was healthy. And I think, I honestly think safety is the next position that's going to be sort of in the evolution of the way uh, defenses try to attack these multiple facet passing years. Cause everybody it has to be in the nickel or dime mm-hmm. right now. So you need that many corners. If you have a safety, at least uh, you know, it helps you stem the tide.
1: Yeah. Typically safety is code for failed cornerback, right? Or yeah, a, it's right. Like a, a guard is a failed a left tackle slow. a reliever is a failed starter in baseball. So mm-hmm. yeah, Eric Berry got drafted. I remember in the first round on, by the chiefs and everybody made fun of drafting uh, safety in the first round. You fucking idiots grab one of your <laughs> Out- shitty cornerbacks. He's your best safety now.
3: Yeah. Lineback outside linebackers yeah. are changing to, and uh, to be like defensive end hybrids and the safety positions changing. So hell, if they got say a, a big time safety or a corner, that'd be fantastic. But they really need a frigging linebacker. That's the, the major issue.
1: No shit. Man, that, those guys are tough to watch. They're so active and they're always around. And when you have a bad linebacking core, it's so obvious and painful. Just
4: slow. All right. Who
1: else do we have to have? Uh, is it Clarence?
4: Yep, Clarence, Clarence, go. Who will the Vikings I, end up with?
2: Who will they end up with? So I have who, who I think they. they should. But who they will <clears> is uh, they'll draft because I think that Spielman is incompetent. He will draft and, evil. That, and evil. And evil. Uh, he his mom tackle that pit uh, Donald because they're going to draft for line depth at eight. Well, that means when they have, what, when they that have means one the of the age. worst <laughs> line depth. They're going to draft the for line board. depth at, when they have one it. of the worst defenses in fucking NFL history and they're going to draft for defensive tackle depth and then Love they it. are going to draft like, a quarterback in like the fourth or fifth round so that Spielman can buy himself four to five more years of completely destroying this franchise and I maybe he'll like not tighten all the rivets in the stadium and that'll collapse and uh, he'll have a role in just completely turning this team into a disaster in history of professional sports.
3: Can I do a little non sequitur? So remember when the Metrodome collapsed from all the snow and all that shit? So the night before I was in the Metrodome in Metrodome, uh, and it was like, it was snowing, so they turned the heat up to like, I don't know, like a thousand degrees in there. I was in there for some like Boys and Girls Club like bike event. They were giving away a bunch of bikes. Everybody felt really good about it, all that shit. And I had my daughter there, and she's this baby, and she like went up to the 50 yard line, and she sat there, and she took a shit right on the 50 yard line. And I was <laughs> laughing. I'm like, God, oh, that's pretty awesome. That's like the raddest thing to do. You have no idea how like, <laughs> smart and cool you are. I'm like, God, oh, the then, next yeah. morning. The next morning, comes down, and I'm like, that's it. Like, that's her mark. Like, she shit on the 50 the, curse. And the class, and I don't think that's coincidence. She did it. Yeah. She put she the it.
2: hex on it. Wow. Yeah.
3: She, she. We haven't let her shit on anything since, you know?
2: Well, so so that's Ponder insane. went to the 50-yard line and shit all over the place, you know, <laughs> every week, every other week. Exactly. yeah. And uh, she did it once, and the roof came She's down. She's
1: much more literal.
3: Yeah, definitely literal.
4: Good for her. All right, John, you're up. I think not necessarily because Spielman is evil, but I also think they're going to take that defensive tackle from Pitt in the first round only because I think Spielman believes, given all the mock drafts and stuff, that he can come back in the second round or a later round and get a decent quarterback. Carr from San Diego State or even Bridgewater could drop until the second round and stuff. And so
3: I think he he believes he can come back in the first round. He'll go to Houston first pick the second round, and I don't think if he's still there,
1: yeah, unbelievable. So, There's no fucking way he drops the second round.
4: More that's likely, ludicrous. The most likely thing for me is either that he waits until the number eight pick in the second round, or he tries to trade into the back of the first round to get a quarterback there.
2: So, so ideally, not, what would happen is he would draft. They would draft. You know, fall back and take like a Mosley, take a starting linebacker, I love it. and it. then use that. Second round pick they get to move back to say like 12 or 13 and use that to move up into 19 or 20 to get Bridgewater. If they come out of the first with the starting linebacker and the and Teddy Bridgewater, I will do naked cartwheel. Do do? We talk about this every week. I, I do the you naked do cartwheels every every week. Anyways, that's part of my. You can do
3: a cartwheel like like for real.
2: Can you do one? Oh sure, yeah. It's part of my T25 uh, focus.
3: What is that? Is it oh, a calculator? God. What the fuck's yeah, that? It's, it's,
0: like, it's like a P90X, but it's like, it's like the Dell Suburb version. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's it's very Dallas similar.
0: Falls. <laughs>
3: it's like not yeah, as yeah. many.
2: No, you just, you're up. You do arm curls with uh, old oil barrels, and yeah. it's
4: <laughs> Miller
1: high life. Yep.
2: Naked
1: cartwheels. That's
2: my ideal scenario. That, uh, if they do that, then I will give Rick Spielman credit. That's, so that's as far as I'm willing I to go. I
4: thought that was going to end with something disgusting, but instead I it know. just ended with credit. and it <laughs> almost as far as I can for, go. Uh, for uh, handy.
5: No,
2: no, no. Credit. I will say he did a good job on one day. That's as far as I'm willing to go.
1: The problem with that uh, concept and the problem with them having extra draft picks to trade back or forth is that I was planning on, when the name is announced at number eight and it's not Teddy Bridgewater... Just lighting everything on fire. You
2: can't. You got to be patient, Brandon. You Dallas
1: sucks. Yeah, the whole the whole city of Dallas. I was gonna burn it to the ground. Wow. Now, yeah.
2: If if somebody picks shouldn't. Teddy Bridgewater I when they could have taken yeah. him, burn then it all down. I burn out. it. Okay, burn so up, all... burn the Wiener Building. Burn. Uh, I don't know everything in Dallas. Burn the whole.
0: Oh, you're gonna be in town. House,
1: that's all of Dallas. It's it's my house and the Wiener Building. So you <laughs> got about
0: seven. Well, there's like the Whataburger franchises.
1: But, but yeah, there is. There is about six, seven. Taco
3: Cabana. Taco, taco Cabana. Cabana.
1: Uh, all Go of Jack in things. the boxes.
0: Yeah. Nothing
3: wrong with Taco Cabana.
1: In and Out oh, Burger. They're pretty good. they
3: yeah, Do you have In and Out Burger?
1: Yeah, it's like three blocks from my house.
3: Holy Christ.
2: Lucky. Yeah. Good for no. you. I got an In and Out Burger it. for you.
0: Oh,
2: no. Is that a metaphor, Clarence? <laughs> it's, for, it's for sex. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> reaction ever, Brandon.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> a, a sex
1: burger.
2: In and out. See, in and out. It's A yeah.
4: Metton burger. I get it. Gotcha. Gotcha, All right, I gotcha. I want to move on to the reason that John agreed to be on the podcast in the first place was that he needed a chance to rebut our Big Lebowski criticisms. Yeah, what the fuck? According to Mr. Sharkman, the Big Lebowski is... The finest piece of American cinema ever committed to film and/or shown to an audience. Well, and let's. No, I, I don't agree agreement. with that.
0: It's a, it's I a say John Sharkman
1: and fifty million potheads.
3: <laughs> so, first of all, I don't say that it's the cinematic achievement of all time. I say it's the greatest fucking artistic achievement of all oh. time. Like, we're talking <laughs> the stupid paintings in Italy, or whatever those big statues are at Easter Island, like, Watch all those
4: things. Mm-hmm. It's it Everything. Is the best,
3: Not just movie.
4: It is the best created. single thing ever created.
3: Art, yes. The, the best
1: thing
4: created well, by painting.
1: Yeah, not like, you know, it's not as boobs. good as like plutonium or whatever. No, it's not, yeah.
3: it's not fire.
2: Like, Boo. I mean, fire is <laughs> super important. The world's the wheels are pretty cool.
4: Now, the wheel is yeah. created by as, as uh, created by man, so we're saying that's more useful and therefore better than the Big Lebowski. It's, it's more I, functional.
1: It, it right. doesn't inspire as many things. Or so, as far as our, our ranking... Goals, Why do you think going, it's,
4: it's not...
3: It, it's, you can't think it's overrated, though. Like, that's fucking bananas. That's not we're even going
4: possible. Rocky Mountains, then we're going the wheel, then the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <Rocky> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I Are we including God in the creation of this cuz
4: <laughs> No, God we, we God is outside of the creation. He's the one doing okay. all the creating. So the God is Therefore. the one
3: exception even though he technically created Ethan and Joel Cohen.
4: Yes. Okay. Oh, those guys. All right. So the floor is open for you. We just want to hear your rebuttal to our argument that this movie may or may not have been overrated, depending on which well, one settle, else you
0: First have. of all, settle down with the hour stuff. Yeah. I liked hey, like it just fine. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was
4: quite
2: wait, wait, happy so it's not... not our, so, what, let's get is everybody on the same say, page. Mark?
3: Is this your per, <laughs> per
2: Before John... Before Sharkman goes <laughs> on, on, we should all be place. on the same page. Stu thinks it's good.
0: I'm uh, Better than good. I, I would say great.
2: Stu thinks it's great. Brandon thinks it's Awesome, right? Yep, yep. John thinks it's overrated. No, I didn't. Know. Right? No, no John Marthowler thinks it's overrated. Oh,
3: Marth does. I was confused and, at what I was using.
2: And I have never seen it. So. <laughs> oh, no. Wait,
3: what? Yeah, and you I, I, fucker. I told you about the bacon. Like, I made the deal on the Twitter machine. And I did make bacon the last like four times in the oven. It has been good. That was our contract. You were going to watch it if I made bacon twice, and I made bacon like four times in
2: the one oven. One thing a lawyer will tell you is to never set a contract without an expiration date. And oh, my God. I just haven't had it done yet. I just, I'll get to it one of these days. Just- you
1: already are falling back because it's, you sounded pretty defiant last time that you weren't going to get to it because – Anything that anybody else likes, you have to, in a knee-jerk way, hate.
5: <laughs> well, so someone at that tells you time, to
1: do you immediately I
3: usually am for that. that. I usually am nope, for nope. that right
2: now. At that Not time, to. John Sharkman wasn't on the uh, on the podcast here directly, so... <laughs> yeah, that's <was> what <laughs> really lady easier was. To...
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amelia Bedelia was on. <laughs> yeah, you guys okay, were so all I... excited because, oh my God, she's so pretty, and you're freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> how how, really? how. Are we recording it? How <laughs>
2: No, I'm. I'm just the truth being cannot nice be
3: controversial. Talk. The truth, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> you mean I like the truth, but it's the truth. <laughs> so the big lebowski. Sorry. You want me to tell you why it's the greatest uh, yes, artistic achievement of all time?
4: I do. Sure.
3: All right. So um, the best thing about uh, a movie or any sort of artistic piece is the interpretation. And for film, the interpretation is the characters and the character development. Not only do you have the almost federalist paper version of the state's version where each character, it's in, in himself or herself is wicked interesting, they all combine with their interrelationships. Like for example, Walter Subject being the uh, Vietnam veteran, the complete lunatic, it's essentially a story of he and his best friend who, for all intents and purposes, are a married couple. And here the dude is a super calm guy, yet in the film, he's the one who's always freaking out. Whereas Walter is this complete spaz, but he's the one calming the dude down. And it's those sort of interplays within the characters that they're developed individually, but also they're along this sort of uh, strata together as the film goes on. Um, there's so many different... Used to it whereas the first time you watch the film you don't really care for it because you don't understand it uh, because it's not linear kind of like Pulp Fiction wasn't linear uh, but the second and third time you watch it you're like holy fuck what just happened the subsequent 250 odd times you watch it say you see different things within the film and how everything sort of ties together like the uh, the George Bush saying this aggression will not stand the dude saying that later um, all these different factors throughout the film, they all tie to a different part of the film from a different character. And I, I think that's absolutely brilliant.
4: So what you're saying is it's a different film every time you watch it.
3: Somewhat, because you notice different things each time, and you notice different connections uh, in the story. Like the, the, the plot is, is is stupid. It's noir, um, but the whole plot is pointless. Yet everything in it is extremely purposeful. Like, and, and the characters themselves—John Turcher, who's in the film for what five, six minutes—is absolutely spellbinding as the Jesus. Right? Like, that's memorable. That's a character that you can't get out of your head. It's disgusting. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like Grant, Grant.
1: Oh my God!
3: Brilliant. Like it was a sick. I mean, and people—you can't just get lost in Subcheck, which is the greatest character play um of all time but um it is true, not I just know. the main yeah. not the main characters like even down to the bit characters Knox Harrington the video artist with the cleft asshole like the, the characters are <laughs> super bizarre and i just love how uh how inane they are but it all it all just seems to work and it describes california like that's that there's a lot of people exactly like that that's the other thing is this is based on actual shit that happened from a couple different guys, which I I think is also fascinating.
1: I think that the plot is for sure the least important part of the movie, but it's (laughs) still pretty awesome. And it's still better than 90% of other stories. And if you're looking for, yeah, like some insane character development, this is the best. And if you're looking for. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Some funny one-liners. It's also one of the best. Like it's got something for everybody, and it seems it's like it's movie, pretty yeah. stupid, and it's also incredibly smart. It's for both types of people. You yeah, see,
3: Jackie Treehorn, like how Jackie Treehorn at the party at the fucking garden party? So please keep Get the fuck out of Malibu. Like that's a brilliant line.
1: God, it's good. <laughs> it's I'm really just good. Like women, man. It's really really.
3: Good. <laughs> Yeah, I just hate the fucking Eagles, man. Like how many times – I would say conservatively 25% of the words that come out of my mouth are direct Big Lebowski references. And if you weren't
1: weren't like interested and if we weren't like recording right now and trying to be somewhat entertaining and we just felt like quoting back and forth, we would go on for – we would just do the whole movie, right? We would just monologue (laughs) the entire –
3: Yeah.
0: From beginning totally. to end.
3: And we would all laugh each time. Like, that's the beauty. And, and that's the, the beauty of uh, getting into the male relationship. We don't actually want to fucking talk about anything. We would prefer just to say movie quotes back and forth <laughs> and laugh. Yeah, like, you get it. You get I, how many times have people asked me, like, well, did, uh, tell me, did they get engaged or they have a baby? I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to ask. It's like, what the hell did you talk about? I'm like, well, we <laughs> just went, did the Lebowski quotes back and forth and <laughs> talked about sports. What the fuck did you talk about? I don't know. I mean, that's. That's sort of the, the tie that binds, man. I just don't find so, anything bad with that. Like,
2: what's the mind. negative? What's Let the... me ask you this, Chuck. I, I do enjoy the Cohen brothers. I think that they are... Uh, yeah. I do. They, uh, you hated Fargo. They're, let's, let's set that aside. For, well, let's set that aside. They're wonderful storytellers. Like right? Oh, snap. Well, let's get there. I want to go there, but first I want to ask you this question. The Coen Brothers are wonderful storytellers. I love heavy dialogue movies, clever dialogue movies. So I do think I would like this movie. I just I've never seen it. I'll get to it someday.
3: I, I you're won't. gonna fill your belly button full of, of warmth. It's Isn't gonna my, be just jizzy because you're gonna love this so much. You're gonna be actually upset at the rest of your life that you haven't watched it.
2: My question is what. Other Coen Brothers movie, or even non-Coen Brothers, but I'm thinking it's going to compare to one of theirs. What movie would cl- most closely compares uh, to The Big Lebowski? Give me something because I've seen pretty much all the other ones. I just haven't seen this one. What? Give me some point of reference.
3: It's hard to say because once you made something perfect, I would say it's a much, much, much better burn after reading. Because I was say you have
1: darker Raising Arizona.
3: Yeah, darker. Yep. exactly. One of those two. Because you have the character development in those two films, like Brad Pitt's character in Burn After Reading or um, Malkovich. Like, Malkovich is, how fucking bananas is he in that movie? And that's the, the sort of level that, of character. Honestly,
0: that might be Brad Pitt's best movie. He is yeah. so good in that movie. <laughs> so good. He is so dumb and so good in that movie. It's stunning. it.
3: brilliant. He's brilliant. Chewing gum?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Brad Pitt chewing gum. What? Like it's fucking like, you know, awesome. And that's the thing about the 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 Bigelosi stuff's funny, but it's so mm-hmm. dark. It's not like, like you're laughing out loud. It's just really darkly funny.
0: I laugh and out I just, loud most of the time. I'm still yeah, furious sure that John dark Goodman dark. was not nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for that role. I think furious. if they did it over guys, but
1: I honestly yeah. cannot think of a character I love more in any movie than Walter good <laughs> He's
0: so good. You know, uh, He's number
1: one, number one best movie character of all and time.
0: And I, I love stuff. <laughs> he was he's actually based on a real person. Yes. No, I uh, read the book. John, I John Milius, I believe yeah. he's like a, a screenwriter. He wrote the screenplay for Die Hard, which is like you know that's Hall of Fame material right there to begin with. Yeah. And and then and then they based Walter Sobchak on him. So I mean, obviously, yeah, his, I, think, I think I think he wrote Red Dawn too, which is I mean that's just. What? Really? The guy? Yeah, seriously. That Red guy's Dawn awesome. and Die Hard, same okay. guy. No.
4: Which is Holy <laughs> shit. Which is so, yeah, awesome. They, they
0: based it on
3: that guy, and then they based yeah. the, some of the stories on this other guy. Like the the homework is this? Is this your fucking homeless Larry? <laughs> <laughs> like, you might want to look out that window. This is what happens if you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: All right, question oh, for you guys. God. Which is a better God. story, the guy Walter Sobchak being based on the guy who wrote Die Hard or Chris Farley's portrayal of Matt Foley, motivational speaker, being bo- based on his high school football coach who was Joel Maturi?
2: Maturi. I mean, I, I don't, but that he's Joel Maturi just because of my hatred of Joel Maturi and then to find out that that's him was one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> it, it was, it, it was, Transformational. It, it was everything in my life has been before that moment and after that moment. Oh. It was <laughs> remarkable to me. Like, yeah, okay, no, I see kind of what you're saying, but that's bullshit. That's that's a good one. I think Rand is the one that told me about that. I'm like, fuck you. There's no. One there. like, oh, seriously, look it up. It's too,
1: it's too good. It's too good. Don't fuck with oh. me like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Dude, Jay Z is in Oklahoma City right now. Like, how weird is that? That's
1: wow. Why? He's watching the
3: sports
1: gears? game. So, what do you do? My question with like cities like Oklahoma City or the guys who play in Salt Lake City. What like Jay Z can do whatever he wants. Obviously, he has billions of dollars. Where does he go afterwards? Like, is there any place that he's going to have fun? He at? He
2: doesn't go. He goes. Gets in his plane and immediately he's gets in his plane. Okay. Yeah. But the Yeah, that, that's what him. I would do. Like, where
1: does KD go tonight? he What do they just go to like Ruth's Chris and just go? Wow, this is bullshit.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, LeBron would... goes to Prime One Twelve afterward after games in Miami, but I think he has a few more options.
5: Yeah, yeah,
1: a few more dining options than, although KC okay, or so Salt Lake City.
2: I would guess that Kevin Durant, because your money goes a lot further in Oklahoma City, built just the biggest <laughs> the biggest fucking house in the universe. He doesn't go out; he goes to his house, and it's just incredible. And he's got yeah. a
1: private chef who has the best steaks of all time. and
2: Exactly right, yeah. You yeah. If yeah, you're going to can... get a good steak, go to Oklahoma. I mean, that is a good, that's a good
4: place to start. You Cows will really get tears. a good
3: steak. Steers.
4: Yeah, I get it. So okay. this, is, this has been an interesting discussion because I sort of had this picture in my head of the Big Lebowski as sort of the modern-day Rocky Horror Picture Show just sort of a cult classic where you gather with your friends yeah. to scream the lines back at the television. But that's not what I'm hearing at what all. It's more I don't of... It's I don't know. It's that much of a cinematic achievement. I will The next time I see The Big Lebowski, I will watch it with open eyes. So I'm well, glad to have watch this it with
3: really, Or you can yeah. watch it with sort of closed eyes, which yeah, is also very, very eyes. funny.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you
0: when you're older. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, it's definitely though. I think there's a few moments of um, very, there's a few moments of weirdness uh, within the movie that are gonna throw you off a little bit. That you have to just sort of get used to or get over or or whatever. Yeah. That I think throws people off when they first see it. Like this is a pretty fucking weird movie. Um, yeah, I mean you
0: got it. You have to be on board with the musical numbers that just dropped in yeah. to see what condition yes. my condition is in. Yeah, it's you have interview. to be on board because it's weird. You have to. You have to be okay with the interludes.
3: I just compared to Pulp fiction. And one other point I'd like to make is this was the six months that Tara Reed was super fucking hot. So let's not She's in the movie. She's in the movie. Um, oh, she's, she's Bunny Lebowski. Uh, pretty, Bunny Lebowski. Pretty the
1: important. The dude's gonna find the movie cash movie.
3: machine. Like he's gonna <laughs> brand can't watch it so or else he's gotta pay a hundred. Like okay. yeah. That had not <laughs> <bad> occurred
1: <laughs> to us, dude. <laughs>
3: not
0: occurred
2: is there any uh, any nudity? It's probably a good part to ask this oh, question. Is there yeah, nudity yeah. in this yep. Oh, yeah. There is yeah nudity,
0: Julianne yeah. Moore. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. <laughs> You're
3: welcome. <laughs> Julianne Moore's oh, brilliant. Like, because her, her accent, She's making her accent, movie. Julianne Moore has, it's not British. It's sort of this prep school accent. Julianne Moore's awesome in them,
0: that film. Awesome. They all are. All Everyone's awesome. awesome in the movie. Everyone awesome.
2: Are we are we mm-hmm. talking like full full frontal or her just
0: just?
3: Um uh, yeah, but it's pretty quick. It's, it's fast. Pretty brief. She's going over top of you. Uh, doing her art has been commended as being strongly vaginal. So. <laughs> I
0: mean,
1: if, there's other places to find more full frontal nudity if you're interested. It's called well, for her yeah, too. IPad. I mean that yeah.
2: she gets. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're trying yeah. to dial in on her, exactly. Okay, Not,
2: no, no, sure. I'm just saying, I'm trying to get a sense of the... Of oh, the sure,
1: thing. walk it back. Walk it back.
2: Huh. <laughs> well, I'm I'm making a T-chart here of pluses and minuses to see the movie. Dude,
3: Flea is in the movie. Flea is in the movie. Flea,
2: the movie the flea red, like the pepper. guy with the wiener, the sock on the, yes. on the wiener? Mm-hmm.
3: Flea plays Why? a German in the movie. <laughs> yeah.
4: the cool. Cool.
3: What happens next? He fixes the cable? Yeah, Flea F- is one of the Germans.
4: Flea was also in Back to the Future, wasn't he? He's been in about? a lot
0: of things.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, no, he wasn't in- That can't be true. That's got to be true. Otherwise, why would you bring it up? But he was not in Back to the Future.
1: Yeah, I don't. That's
0: maybe yeah. one of the sequels.
1: He could uh, have been the, uh, uh, uh- <laughs> the third one. I don't. The
0: third one.
2: I think yeah, Josh already getting a start on that smoking to watch the Big Lebowski. Yeah, he's
1: getting ready. He's going to do it tonight. I would be very jealous though if you seriously decided to smoke some weed immediately and watch the Big Lebowski tonight. <laughs> I got to work. My, yeah, I get
4: it. No, I get if it. he was in the Big um, Lebowski. He was the guy who raced Marty McFly in the truck race at the end, or not oh, in Big Lebowski mean, okay. in Back to the Future. Right. Wow, what's Good happening, call. McFly? Nice ride. That was Lee.
1: That's amazing. That's it's the amazing first that one you know that.
0: That's the third one, isn't it?
4: No, he's yeah, it could be. he's in number two and number three. He's needles.
0: Okay, neither one of those two count.
4: Yeah, neither one of That's those two like count. What are you talking forward. about?
0: I'm tired of this bullshit.
4: <laughs>
0: I haven't seen I any of those three movies. I I regret
4: bringing
3: it up, honestly.
0: Yeah. Whoops. Let's get back
3: to the Tara Reid
2: era.
1: Um Yeah, she had she had a she had a couple moments there, man. Six
3: months. Was, six was months. This
2: before the the before, job?
3: Before, before. Before? I think you could just say was this uh and we know exactly what you're talking about. Got it.
2: Okay. I'll just she,
1: she had uh full years of hotness because she was in American Pie. I know. And that was sure. like a few years after Lebowski. That I'm, was Two or three years after.
3: Yeah, but She's I didn't right buy ahead. her an American Pie, though. I think she was okay, but in Big Bossy, it was the yeah, episode. It was, you know what? Sometimes you just can't recreate those times. You guys, like, just let's just look back and appreciate it.
1: Yeah, don't chase
2: it.
3: No, chase a dragon. Yeah, Jay Z's no, in a great fucking part. Oklahoma City. That is crazy. That has got to be weird. See front Ah, yeah. No, he's
4: somewhere in the upper decade. He's stuck in
3: (laughs) view. Dude, you guys know that when Rob Ford, when the when the Raptors like game one, Rob Ford was in the uh, the Air Canada Center, sitting like four rows from the top.
2: I saw that, and he was like the only guy wearing a different color shirt. Yeah, I
3: was
4: like, he stuck out.
3: And he's huge, and so he looks like Grimace sitting up on top, like. Awesome.
4: Rob Ford, I, I think it was John Charkman who said he was the Tommy boy of Canadian politics. And keeping that in mind has made the whole thing way funnier.
3: Yeah. It is it's I see his brother all the time. I saw his brother gasp the other night at uh, Jack Astor's. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. It's a small town. It's a very small six and a half million person town.
2: And now he's having a in hard s-
1: time believing that this, he's a. I still think that this is just a very, very, very good parody.
2: Of, well, he's in of I don't know uh what. He, he's in Spind now, right? I mean, he's not. He's yeah, up. he
1: went to rehab. But I don't yeah, think he after. did. Like if you heard him talking about it, he's not in rehab at all. He's fucking with us. He's Well, yeah, I don't,
3: he, he, well he won't say where he is. So
1: and when when you say that rehab's amazing and super fun and interesting, like you're not in rehab, that's not
2: that's not a rehab. He didn't is. say that, did he? You
3: no, know, he said today he compared it to. He's like it was like going to Washington Redskins training camp when I was a kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> saying, it's a fucking
1: SNL skit. That the guy's kept...
3: making headlines in rehab.
1: <laughs> he just was he's like, awesome. "It's so awesome here." He's but sure. his comparison
4: was wow. Redskins training camp, of all things. That <laughs> was so the second most. Rehab process. is the second <laughs> most awesome thing that ever happened to him. Redskins <laughs> training camp is the first, because <laughs> he the, saw Mark there. It's without off. his helmet. With
3: we were planning on going down to the city, because he takes pictures with everybody. So we're, I was going to get the family all together, and we're like, all matching jean outfits and take a Christmas photo with him, but then he had to go to the well. He's at Redskin training camp or wherever the hell he is. He's
1: like there. if he was a, if it was just quotes of things that he said on just like a random Twitter account, you would, it would get like a billion followers right away. They <laughs> have so much fun with it, but then immediately everybody would unfollow because it it's like it's too over the top, it's too obvious. There's no way this is a real person. Yeah, and I yeah, said, so he exists.
4: Play. So he is the horse ebooks of politics.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, it's exactly what he is.
4: And uh, there's a
2: there's a legitimate chance that he's at Hazelden, right? I mean, that's a big time place where a lot of big time people go. But
3: it's chance. I think he's in Chicago. I think somebody said Illinois. But dude, he's
2: at his know. house
3: smoking crack.
2: There's no yeah. They were also
3: some somebody also claimed to see him at Tim Hortons today. And his brother oh. came out and said, "No, that was me."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You guys up there, I, I don't, I can't keep track of you guys up there. I mean, why up we
1: have for crack? There's no way that's fun. Getting up crack is no. not.
0: My favorite no. part of the, uh, the when the story broke last week uh, was that there was an, there was like an analysis of the story, and I think one of the Toronto papers was, and the headline was Second Crack Video Might Impact Re-election Chance." <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> let's not go too far. This
1: might. We
0: don't know for...
2: <laughs> well, no, and, this uh, What is might chance? What is the
1: opposite of tabloid journalism? That's what that yeah. is. <laughs>
3: It just shows this, how much the uh, there's the socioeconomic divide is in Toronto, and how much like the working class hates all the rich lefties. Like that's what it totally
2: is. is that was my going to be my question. Is it, it? It may be too obvious a question, but who is his opposition? How how bad are they that he can't even put a dent in him?
3: Yeah. Well, his opposition is uh, like I, I don't know how to describe this. Um, my my we uh my tax rate I think is just over fifty percent, and as for the um, sales tax that's thirteen percent, and she wants to raise them further. So, um Bill, who's a plumber, isn't exactly a big fan of the opposition, and couldn't care less if the other guy rips a crack. Like that's exactly what it is. It all it's money. It's Totally money and you have to pay so for that's it. You and could, infrastructure and everything else.
2: So Bob Ford could do lines at center ice uh, of a tribe, a Maple Leafs doesn't game. Doesn't matter. And he didn't give a shit. Keep my taxes as low as possible and that's whatever totally
3: what it.
1: Like. Well, isn't is Isn't there the someone who, who also wants it. low taxes? That could be no.
4: That maybe doesn't he, smoke. Is crack? He the only
1: person in the whole country that wants low taxes? And that's why that can't, <laughs> that that can't be it. Man, got to be a Really?
4: He's
2: the guy the only that's one. figured it out. He just yeah. <laughs> everybody else is scratching their
4: head like we can't fuck it. I don't, I don't know. How know. How this guy does it. I do not know how he says it. Like you know I could support lower taxes. Nope. That's not it. That's not <laughs> what we're going know. for yet.
1: Day, I also think the same thing and don't do crack. That's way too difficult for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you gotta understand how it looks to us down here. It just doesn't. Make, you, you got seven million people there. There's not one that can just <laughs> no. think how he thinks, except for the crack part. There's there's, there's one person. That. I don't no. care. That's, I think he's great. Yeah, like, knock yourself out.
1: Yeah, I guess my only requirements is an American is someone who makes me giggle.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, he definitely does. There's a and couple people even... running against him. Like, there's uh, there's one guy who's super boring, and everyone hates people who are boring. And there's another lady who's the head of like the transit commission, like the subways, and yeah, everyone's pissed about that too. <laughs> so it's like, and then you have the other okay, lady. Who I'll take the crackhead. I'll take. The give crackhead. away all your money. Yeah, that's what you're left with. Like,
4: so, <laughs> so he really is not just, like he's uh, he's the he's Jesse the Body right? Ventura of Canadian politics. He's not good, but at least he's not Skip Humphrey. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that must be it, man. It's amazing.
3: It's fascinating. It really is. But I still have to pay forty six dollars a case for Coors Light. So um, you have to pay more now? Yet. forty six bucks a case for Coors Light. <laughs> <Lista>. how <laughs> is that possible? That's the cheapest. Uh, a case of like Corona or something. <laughs> so yeah,
4: how much is Corona? Crack.
3: Uh, 60s
2: or 70s. No. Know, what about it. NAFTA? What the fuck I thought we were supposed to like funnel that shit from that Corona up from Mexico right to
4: Toronto. That should
2: be you cheap got to as pay shit. For,
3: uh, my magic yeah, health card. For it. Yeah. How
4: is there oh. not? How is there not a major smuggling ring that just smuggles cheap beer across the border one way and prescription drugs we'll back the, the other way? Yep, we'll trade your
2: pills for beer. To even yeah. up, done, done, and done. that has got to be so common.
1: Can you imagine?
2: It's yeah. I, I Not don't even know. for like,
1: like out, fuck ups. for just like regular old college kids.
3: Well, you don't end up buying like. First of all, you, you end up drinking liquor then, right? Because if you're gonna pay that much for it, you gotta at least uh, at least so, get after it. But you can buy beers by the the each. So like like bums do it. Like uh, what's that called? Henpen Lake liquor. Like that's where mo- that's how most of beer is sold is by the each. So you buy like a few tigers and a few Coronas and whatever, whatever.
4: Huh? So. But even, like a even
3: a, pine, a pineapple. Even a pint a is eight to ten bucks.
4: So, are you allowed to bring beer into Canada?
3: Yeah, you can bring uh, if you stay overnight in the U.S. You can bring back a case or one bottle. So, anybody what if you're an American citizen, a bottle. Right. And that doesn't matter.
4: So if I. Coming from America, I can bring a case of beer into Canada.
3: One case, yeah.
4: One case. And, and I all over re- bottles. So. Is that a case per, uh,
2: per person. person of per person. drinking age? Like, you're your kids. you you got your kids, so Claire each kid does get to a case, them, too? So. Yeah, so I can just, bring seven just cases.
3: O- <laughs> just over 19-year-olds. Oh,
2: fuck. I'm, try- I'm that, always trying to find a way to scam the system. It's huh. pretty
3: intense, man. It's pretty intense. That's why when I come back down to Minneapolis, I just lose my goddamn mind, right?
2: (laughs) I won't blame you.
3: I'll buy drinks for everybody. Here we go.
4: Because for the (laughs) price of one drink, you can buy the whole bar around. European
3: country, like I'll take everything.
4: (laughs) Just like a soldier returning from war.
3: Yeah, it's a lot like that.
4: (laughs) Man, Canada is weird.
3: (laughs) It's it's interesting, but it's a hell of a lot of fun too.
4: I kind of thought Canada was cool right up until this conversation.
2: Well, they have such a reputation for drinking beer, and then you find out that it's that expensive. I, I, do they still drink a lot of beer? And they how did the
3: McKenzie brothers ever make it work? Uh, well, it's all relative, right? Wages are higher, too. But I, it's still, I mean, you how know much, do you want, you want your heads to explode? Do you know how much uh, shredded cheese costs? Like a bag of shredded cheese?
5: Oh,
4: $4. Fuck.
1: 12 cents.
3: No, so in the, what does it, it cost in America?
2: Two dollars and fifty, yeah, two fifty for an eight so ounce in, Canada, pack.
3: in Canada, Canada, you gotta be rich to have tacos. It costs eight dollars and fifty cents for no. shredded cheese. No.
2: <laughs> yeah. no. How no. much does a pizza cost? Like just a large uh-huh. pizza.
3: Well that's the other thing. You can't have like fake cheese on pizza, so it tastes different, whatever. But eight fifty is how much you can get uh, shredded cheese. So most people get blocked cheese and shredded because oh, smart it's smart
4: oh, that's but not wait that's even not milk, America. in
3: bags milk in bags is six bucks a, a gallon
2: what do you do, do to your cows bag? up there what <laughs> why are you so interested in do dairy not,
3: i want that on the Gosh. record i do nothing to the cows up there yeah so it's like uh, the dairy like 850 for cheese so the first like two times I went to the grocery to get some taco stuff i'm like i can't afford to eat tacos here like that's ludicrous. i like a nacho paradise. that's why there's no
1: cows in in canada
3: I don't know. Like, there's no freaking Nebraska and Iowa, and I mean, think of all those states,
4: right? What about Alberta, really? and Saskatchewan. It's all oiled. It's fracked out.
1: Maybe all. Maybe there's all those subsidies for farmers in the
2: U.S. And that keep part it that it, cheap. Too. Yeah,
3: that's even lower than
2: that cheap. No, no, <laughs> that ain't it.
3: This is, is this one well, of the first times.
4: Whatever you guys talk about
3: subsidies. Is this the first time you guys have talked farm economics on The Sportive
4: in episode I 58? I've I think it. overall yeah. our podcast is about farm economics. If you take the okay. long view, it's all just one long story about farm economics, but I this is be the first time we've talked Farm economics.
3: <laughs> well, God bless them.
4: Wow. I am just. I'm stunned. So if you guys
3: gonna send me some tacos, that'd be great. Like that's why whenever I see a tweet from Taco John's, I lose my shit. I'm just like, oh my god, I would, I would love a Taco John's taco, but I can't afford to put one together.
1: What about fast food tacos? Do you do you get after those?
3: They don't have any. They don't have like the. I can get um, freaking Bangladeshi food at four in the morning, but I can't get. There's no Mexican restaurant.
0: Like it's Paradise. super
3: multicultural. You can get like any kind of food in the world except for Mexican food. There's like two Mexican restaurants in the city.
1: It's a shame because tacos are just universally loved.
3: Oh, I by love everybody. them. Like at the La Playa on Tuesday Tuesday nights, like, free tacos.
1: So it's like ponder. You're the only one. You're the only one who sees the light. Yep. The tacos are bad.
3: We saw it first.
1: Yeah. Right.
4: Hmm. NAFTA sucks. You can't get Mexican food in Canada, and beer costs a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, the it's the exact hard
1: opposite ship. down here. Because in Dallas, it's all tacos everywhere, and everything's pretty cheap.
3: Yeah, we're pretty opposite of Dallas, actually. Yeah, That's actually,
1: true. Right. Interesting.
4: <laughs> all right, the power just went out at the Oklahoma City game. So.
3: Yeah, it did.
1: That's actually the all the upper deck lights are off. That's what a regular Timberwolves game looks like. I used to oh, have upper Brooklyn. deck. Except uh, there's people in
4: the stands. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I had upper deck uh, season tickets uh, way back in the day for the Wolves, and they just didn't have the lights on on the upper deck for most games. It was brutal.
3: Yeah, save some cash.
1: Well, yeah, they were winning about 12, 12 games. Makes it
2: easier to sleep.
1: My wife fell asleep at a Timberwolves game one time in the first half.
2: God bless her. I blame the second
1: her. quarter on a Sunday afternoon, I looked over and she just sound asleep. <laughs> We've been there for an hour at the at most.
2: Sunday yeah, well, two p.m. All that Paul Grant couldn't hit, and his athletic ability couldn't keep her <laughs> couldn't yeah. keep her interest. Huh? Uh, that's, <laughs> what a shocker! That's, yeah. yeah.
1: Knock, knock me over. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't expect that to be met with any surprise whatsoever. None.
4: So. Nope. John is the podcast tur- Toronto correspondent. We need you to give us a little bit of a Toronto sports report. Just uh, tell us what's going on and what's happening on the Toronto sports scene.
3: All right. Well, I went to Game Seven on Sunday, the Raptors game. There was fifteen thousand people inside and fifteen thousand people outside the stadium watching on a TV, which is apparently a thing. Um, But uh, it was an electric atmosphere. In fact, Pearson Garnett, after the game, made a point to say, we wish our fans were like that. So Toronto's just so starved for anything. The Leafs have sucked forever. Um, People live and die with the Leafs. There's probably an average of 16 to 20 pages of Leafs news in the newspaper every single day. Um, So, And that's not even an exaggeration. That's what it is. Uh, And the Jays haven't been that good either. So it's been rough. I, I guess people are excited about... Something called T F C it's a, a soccer team Dana told me about, but it's uh, apparently they signed somebody good or something. Um I don't know.
5: No, yeah, have,
3: like, I don't know. It's some some guy, Willem Defoe or something like that. So anyway there's
2: Oh sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great actor.
3: Yeah, I d I don't know who it was. But uh yeah, the Raptors ending kinda sucked. I was looking forward to playing Miami in the second round, but now it's uh Time to watch the Jays, I guess. Vlog through another season.
1: Yeah, I was uh, really pulling for the Raptors, and I think the vast majority of America was because I don't. I mean, Brooklyn's got to be one of the most hated teams in the playoffs, right? Yeah, right. Maybe the most.
3: Yeah, and Kyle Lowry's great, man. Like Lowry was this malcontent. He came up here, and he and DeRozan are. It's so fun to watch great guard play. Like we, I haven't seen great guard play forever. Like Spreewood was okay, I guess, but. Uh, Lowry's great, DeRozan is, Valanciunas is, uh, they're really un- an up-and-coming team that was trying to tank, but after they traded away Rudy Gay, they just got so much better. So, the future is bright for, for Toronto basketball, I think, and and in Toronto itself, like, there's just a lot more interest in basketball than there was. With Wiggins is going to go in the first couple, um Tristan Thompson's from here, the, um, the big dork from UNLV went, uh, yeah, Stauskas, like, there's a lot of Canadian basketball being played right now, so, I don't know, but still, it's 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 a it's a small dot on the map compared to the hockey that runs the entire city, which is pretty awesome.
1: I don't understand how you can have, and this isn't a knock on hockey, but mm, how yes is there even is. that much? <laughs> how is there even that much news to discuss about any they hockey live, team at all? It's They live for it? and last game. I mean, what else is there to talk about?
3: Proxy. They live tweet the morning skates. <laughs> I've actually seen this in practice.
4: Skate. We're not talking about we're not talking about a practice where not, they might be discussing something new. We're talking about the practice. pregame skate in the morning.
3: They live tweet <laughs> the morning skate.
4: <laughs> Jeez,
2: <that was> <laughs> <practice>. <laughs> uh,
4: so,
3: like, let's just put it like that. And then, like, when they were in the playoffs or uh, last year, and people were like, how much are tickets going for? I'm like, they're not because there's no secondary market because seven million people want to go and nobody's selling any. Like, it was yeah. ridiculous. Like, it was I know Minnesota State of Hockey, and it's got a huge hockey following. But, man, it is nothing compared to Toronto. Like, it is. There's cab drivers that know six words, and three of them are, you know, why Leafs suck. Like, it's nuts.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's yeah. a whole different vibe. Like, I don't even know how to describe it.
4: Compared to how much Toronto cares about the Leafs, you don't care about anything. You don't care about your family. You don't care about anything in your entire life as much as Toronto cares about the Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah it's a nihilistic
3: world. Besides, uh, besides the Leafs, but it's super fun to go to games, and especially if you're interested in paying. Uh, I think it was sixteen seventy-five for a, a glass of beer at some Leafs games,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> like oh
1: something
3: God. like that. I would bring my own
1: rubbing water. alcohol. Before I yeah,
3: read.
1: so the is one, um how is Toronto compared to the rest of Canada uh, for hockey? Like you know, how is Calgary compared to Toronto with all the other teams? I mean, well, are they the worst?
3: first of all, yeah, no, I what do you mean? Are they the worst? Uh,
1: most obsessed.
3: No, the whole is obsessed. Whole country. Like you can ask, you can ask anybody from Vancouver to Calgary to Toronto who's the fourth line winger for Winnipeg, and they'll know. Like, it, it's an insane level of detailed knowledge that that these guys – because they know where they played juniors, and they know where they grew up. And, I mean, it's the ultimate – they're one of us from here. Like, they can tell you exactly everybody from who's anywhere, right? Like, when people say, yeah. where's Sidney Crosby from, they don't say Canada. They don't say – you know, no they say Coal Harbor. Like, they say the town he's from. So,
4: well, yeah he's it's from, hard to even he's compare. He's from Cole Harbor. Course, so do you see that? that
1: uh, do you see that changing ever, or is it just a? It's always going to be like that.
3: Well, it's super expensive to play, but no, it's it's a national cultural heritage. It's just okay. how things are. And I actually wasn't a huge hockey guy when I came up here from Sterns County, man. I don't even know how to skate, you know. But um, coming up here, it's just so it's it's everywhere, it, and it's really exciting actually because like the whole the whole city is manic about it. So I've actually yeah, become helped, a big hockey uh, fan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get it.
4: We gotta send Brocky on an exchange program up there.
1: Yeah Dude, man, I've like
3: have been exposed to, to hockey.
1: hockey. God damn it, I played it for eleven years.
4: I know, but you don't
2: seem to care yet. It's it I'm not something.
1: gonna but I already did care. Like I, I cared and I went away. I, I you can't get back into it.
2: No, something happened to you in yeah. hockey. Like something in the locker room or I don't know what
4: happened. <laughs> something in the showers Something happened. There was a Zamboni accident. Over. I know you don't want to talk about it, but it's there.
2: Just we
3: point point to the teddy bear. Point point on the teddy bear.
2: <laughs> Something happened. There's no way around this because it it's a deep hatred that you can you can't just no, one eighty.
1: Not at all. It's not a hatred. It's a fine sport. It's an okay sport. It's
2: you're just trying to a, deflect us away from what happened when you were yep. 13. <laughs>
1: uh, it's, it's not your it's, fault. It's fault, not your if, fault. If, if, very, very much the fourth best sport. Now, that's what I would say.
2: It's not your fault, oh, Brandon. For Christ's sake.
1: <laughs> the, not you too, John. Not you too, fucking
2: Dollar. This doesn't... The fourth, I'm not going to talk to you about this.
1: No. No, you shouldn't. It's fine. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, <laughs> I, gave it a, I gave it a real chance. Unlike You, you did not. Boston, by the way. Dude, I played it for my whole life. It was my favorite sport growing up. I just sort of slowly fell out of love with it
4: like everything you guys I don't buy it I don't buy it either something happened here
1: (laughs) oh god you guys we're just gonna keep
4: digging until you tell us what it is Brandon so I'll
1: try to think of something it's gonna be made up but um yeah I'll try to think of
4: something but this isn't about me man that you know that's deflecting but that's okay You don't have to talk about it now. Maybe not on episode 58, maybe not 59, maybe not even any before episode 140, but you'll talk about it someday. Someday you're going to feel comfortable, and we just want you to know that we're here to listen and mock you when when you do mm tell us.
1: You and me and all 37 listeners.
4: Brandon, please, we don't have 37 listeners. That's way a lot. That's a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh No. Okay, so um, John, I'm heading back to uh, our uh, our beloved hometown this weekend. What are some of the hot spots need to hit up?
3: Oh shit! I'm going to back. I'm gonna be back there next uh, Saturday too. Not uh, Saturday. This next, time. I'm going to Montreal on Saturday. Um, I think. Uh, let's see. What I? I don't even know. I, don't, I haven't lived there for fucking years. I think uh, I mean, Butchering the Boar is great. You know, I think I'm going to go to the Twins game. I yeah. guess. Yeah, i Nice probably.
2: That's my favorite. I don't
1: know. I love Whatever. Nice. Does Nice have good beer yet? They always used to have shitty
2: beer. What? Okay. I don't know. I don't care. It's a shit. Okay. I'm
3: just.
0: Yeah. I'm you can get a this early. Enough. You'll be fine.
2: Okay, you can drink a beer at your own. A good beer at your own house. Can you get a polka band at your own house? Yeah,
0: yeah it's probably, very rare. Probably not. Very, no. Probably not. As
2: Far as you know. You making pierogies no. at your own house? <laughs> doubt I doubt it. you are. You probably don't know. not. No, you're not. You're not. You don't got a polka band. You're not making pierogies.
1: I'm gonna you be don't. one block away from Nye's in uh, 48 hours, so I can very easily oh, through there. You know what I would do? Awesome.
3: Honestly, I would go to I would go to Taco John's for sure. Um, <laughs> I would load up on tacos. I, I honestly would. I think I would go to Taco John's. I think I dude, just go I to a tacos foods and buy some shredded cheese all the time. Man. Yeah, well have it your way. You asked me what I would do. So I, I, I'm telling you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm just Probably trying to get a little taco brag in. You can't fault me for that. <laughs> taco brag. <laughs>
0: taco <laughs> brag is funny. That made I me don't know. Giggle. Other than
3: that, I think I, um, I just like to, uh, I don't know. It's, it's usually somewhere in Northeast that people just sort of, uh, end up at and that, that seems to work out.
1: Okay, good. I got that on the docket, so i um, good. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any new, new staples, new hotspots. Oh,
3: shit. I don't know. I don't live there. I don't know. I heard about, I see this stuff on the Twitter page, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what coup d'etat is. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Oh, Made the up. Twitter.
0: I'll try that. Coup is the old Cowboy Slims that Dana mourns every day.
3: Oh, that's what that is? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I go to Taco John's, I guess. That's about
3: it. It's a good
1: answer. It's a really and good nice.
3: answer. Taco Johns are nice. There
4: really aren't <laughs> enough Taco Johns in the metro area.
1: <laughs> John, I didn't hear that.
4: I said there really aren't enough Taco Johns in the metro area.
1: Yeah, there are. Plenty. No, 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 there's not enough. Go
3: up to Wade Park some f combo. Uh, that's such a commitment to drive up there.
4: Clarence, what is that Mexican place in Cannon Falls? Right that right by the McDonald's. There.
0: That's what they call uh, Pizza Hut in Cannon Falls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that uh, that is uh, hepatitis B O A. I have no idea. You have no No, idea. There's three
4: restaurants in all the Cannon Falls, and you can't tell me the one that's on the highway.
1: He refuses to learn it. I guarantee he should know it, and he just the sign.
2: It's on the opposite side of town. I I never get down there, and it's a Mexican restaurant. I could not tell you what it. It used to be the old Hardee's. I could tell you that. Then they shut the Hardee's down, and put made it into a Mexican restaurant.
1: Interesting development here. We have lost our guest. Our guest John Sharkman has gone.
2: We lost him. What'd off. you say? What'd you say, Brandon?
1: I,
0: I don't know. I it was... he, said, he said something nice about Sox Center, and that does not make <laughs> a Melrose boy very happy.
1: I drove that's... through
0: Sox Center,
1: and I went yep. to a gas station, and it was kind of decent. Yeah, that's bad that country seems... out there. I mean, that's
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. You stay out of yeah. Don't, it's not good.
4: Sox Center is a nice town. My grandma lives there.
0: Great town. Well, yeah, she's wrong and you're wrong.
4: You shut up. You shut up, Stu.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, whatever. You're making like, you know, wedding invitations while you're doing the podcast right
4: now. You leave me out of this. Yeah. You leave my grandma out I, that of this. That insane.
0: was quite a non denial denial. Yeah, that was a very harsh denial. <laughs> How many have you done? Like about 50, 75?
4: Tonight or overall? Just, Overall um, I would put the number podcasts. somewhere north of one million.
0: Okay. Yikes. Ugh Man, yeah, that's brutal. It's not fun. I
1: don't I don't uh want to do that again. I'm just not interested in doing that again.
4: Yeah, I'm not interested in getting married again after this because there'll be invitations involved.
1: Yeah, Among it, other it, reasons. It's, it's brutal. It could make sense in other in other areas, yeah, but that part is the one thing to keep you keep you together forever.
4: Divorce is not an option only because of the invitations. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true love. That's still that recording. Works. Are we still uh,
4: recording this? We no, are. no, no. We, no we... we are in fact what? recording this.
0: Oh Jesus! Okay. Just in case John comes back.
1: Okay. Well, should we um, should we wrap it up?
4: All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, we lost our guest a couple minutes ago, then we started talking about wedding invitations, so that's a pretty good sign that we should just quit talking. Uh, our thanks to John Sharkman for being our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at John Sharkman. Uh, he did not say his own real name in this podcast, so unfortunately I don't get to bleep it out, which I enjoyed the last couple of times, and I think it's a shame. So maybe I'll beep something out that Clarence is about to say just for the heck of it. Fuck the Dutch.
1: You say that every week Never mind,
4: that's staying in for sure Um,
1: Take that, uh, Van Slootin John Starkman was a mensch As usual, he is all of our spirit animal Yes he is We
4: we enjoy him very much And wish him well in his adventure in Toronto
1: I am upset and appalled At his anti-Ted Bridgewater Propaganda Which I think is absolute bullshit um and I think the rest of us are um are gonna try to let it slide. I'm still on the old Teddy B bandwagon.
2: Exploding nuts to you. Otherwise. Broxy explode. I am
4: also on Teddy the B. Exploding, exploding, exploding nuts
2: Broxy pew, and a Martheller. Double nuts to oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Love it. Fuck. And they're gonna pass on him, and I'm gonna just go. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta think about it.
1: That's the problem, man. When are you gonna when are you gonna Okay, so you don't freak out when they don't draft him, but you, you do can't. freak out when someone else drafts
2: him. That's it. I think that's the trigger. It's when the so there, other. Is there any yep. other?
1: Um, what are the consol? Okay, let's say they don't draft Bridgewater. Your plan all along was uh, burn Mankato to the ground. So, is yep. there? What are the consolation prizes that will allow Mankato to survive the evening? Would, would a Johnny football draft pick? allow Mankato to survive?
2: Yes. Okay. And that's you know, it. One, two. My contention I has always been, been on quarter. Would not no. be. My contention, works. and it's not a popular one, but it doesn't matter, is you can rank quarterbacks in a draft class all day long. Right. One through five, one through ten. It doesn't matter how they rank. All that matters is how many will have a successful career in the NFL. Otherwise, all you're doing is wasting your time. Meaning, you could pick the number one, if there's no quarterbacks in the draft class that are going to have a successful career, it doesn't matter where they rank. All all you did was set your franchise back three to four years waiting for them to develop. Exactly. So the only question that should ever be answered about quarterbacks in the draft class is who is worth taking, who will be successful? That's it. Not where do they rank, who's going to, that's it. Who can start for you for 10 years, for 7 years, and who who can't? That's the only question. Yeah. Not, is Garoppolo better than Mettenberger? It doesn't fucking matter if neither of them are going to be worth a shit. That's my point.
1: Yeah. No, it's a good point. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in thinking about comps, though, for Bridgewater. Not I think everybody thinks of, like, physically, you know? I don't really give a yep. shit physically, but I'm thinking, like, Maybe not like the highest ceiling of all time, but a pretty good decision maker and a pretty good athlete. Like here's my comp won't be the top five.
4: Here's I my have comp. A comp in my head. And I, I, want want you, I want you to tell me how close I am here. My comparison of Teddy Bridgewater is Aaron Rodgers. Played in a pro style offense in college, dropped ridiculously in the days leading up to the draft and ended up getting drafted way lower than he should have. Good decision maker. Everybody said he could make all the throws, but eh What do you think?
2: Wrong? Right. I think Aaron Rodgers is, in, the, in the, the context that you laid out, yes, it's a good comp. I think Rodgers has more arm strength, but is not as athletic as Bridgewater. So it's not and a is also not analogy, as analogy, but it, in the sense that he played a pro-style offense and is dropping, I think it's a great analogy.
1: I love that comparison. Really yeah. love it.
2: They're not exactly similar players, again, with the arm strength, with the athleticism, but I love the comp.
4: All right, I can feel good about yours? that as
2: we close out this podcast here. Clarence? I'm sorry, John.
1: Are Brandon, what? Didn't you have a comp oh. as well?
2: I, I was going to go a, a cross between Breeze and Rogers, with the size comparison that Drew Breeze isn't the, is he even 6'2"?
1: Drew Brees is
2: five eleven. Yeah, and it's I don't know. He can't. It's, he doesn't have an arm that just absolutely wows everybody in the universe. He's extremely accurate. Stands in the pocket and makes every pass. Yeah. And he, but he's not. He's not overly big. He's not overly athletic. Uh, so I I like the Rodgers comp for the reasons John laid out, and then I like the Brees comp because of the size and the uh, pocket presence, which Eric Rogers has too. I think he's kind of a cross between those two.
1: The one thing that I'm regretting from earlier in the podcast, well, a lot of it, I, I just drank the whole um, thing. three beers. I drank three yeah. beers while we were talking, so yeah. Um, is that I predicted uh, Bork would be drafted, but I think that's setting our sights a little bit too high because that would actually be a pretty decent, for the most part, it's like a pretty decent, smart draft. I think I'm going to go with you guys now. I think I'm going to go defensive tackle and it all burns.
2: I thank you. Awesome. Yes. A convert.
4: Slowly converting you one episode at a time. I These kinda guys like, don't I kind of like don't... this podcast set up by the way. We have a guest on and we all are nice to him and then he gets dropped off the podcast and we just crap on him from a great height.
2: We're not crapping on. Him. We're crapping on his Ted Bridgewater opinion. We could be He was right wrong.
4: about Lebowski, So, we'll give him that.
2: So, yeah. I, now that he's gone, I, I'll say I'm not. I'm not going to watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: yeah, I figured. Ah, it's, classic. You can't recreate it now. Yeah, I mean, you should for sure watch it like a number of times. But it is going to take you. I mean, you get it the first time, but you like it the most like the twelfth time. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of commitment for a father of seventeen
2: kids. Well, the problem is, like, so I've got, like, an episode of New Girl. It's 22 minutes. That's how long it takes. And I've got it sitting here on the DVR for, like, seven weeks. It's just 22 minutes. No, because I'm going to sit down and watch The Twins. I'm going to watch Wild or something. If I have two hours of time, it's going to be a game, not a movie. It just doesn't happen very much.
4: Yeah, it's tough. yep. All right, let's wrap it up for sure. Stu, it was good hearing from you the whole podcast. Yeah, I do my best. Hire Stu. Hire Stu. Hashtag uh, hire Stu. Yeah, that too. That will
0: be nice. I appreciate it.
4: And we'll see you all later. Bye. See you Bye.
5: My condition was in I woke up this morning With the sundown Shining in I found my mind In a brown paper bag But then I tripped on a cloud And fell eight miles high I tore my mind On a jagged sky I just dropped in To see what condition My condition was in Yeah, yeah, oh yeah What condition my condition was in I pushed my soul In a deep, dark hole And then I followed it in I watched myself Crawling out